Hello and welcome to Footy from Across the Pond, bringing you insight into football from sunny California. Uh, my name is JD. I'm joined by Nick Madden. Hey, folks. And David Matthews. Yo. We are three soccer coaches working out here in California, uh, obsessed with football. Now, the. So it's football, not soccer. Apologies, yes, football, not soccer. <laughs> Uh, unless there are any Americans listening, in that case, this welcome to this soccer podcast. Okay, um, first of all, a quick look back at the Premiership's um, results from the weekend. Um, plenty of goals, starting off at White Hart Lane, where Spurs smashed Burnley. Uh, Dave, you watched that one? Yep, um, Tottenham are looking pretty good right now. Uh, they're front three, or front two, depending on which one starts, of Crouch, Keane and Defoe. Don't seem to have much problem scoring. And yeah, uh, this weekend it was Keane who got the hat-trick, so I guess it's Jermaine Defoe's... First time for a while that he has scored, though. He has been not been playing amazingly. No, so which was a surprise, because obviously Crouch got the hat-trick uh, the week before. Yeah, in, in the crap cup. And didn't start. <laughs> yeah, and What didn't sort start. of team? Was, only Spurs could the have a player score a hat-trick and then not start in the next game. Well, how Redknapp explained to the media, he's just like, oh, well, what we need to do is we, we needed to go with the two nippy little men to get him, make the runs... Like because we knew that we could cause Burnley problems, so basically, we just they just knew that they didn't need to lump it up to Crouch, even though he's got a t- like good touch for a big. He man. has got a good touch for a big man. Like if I was him, I'd be pissed off. I feel sorry for the big man personally. You know, he gives his hat trick and backs to the bench. What more can he do? Well, apart from score four goals, but still, I mean, I, I think that's, <laughs> well, that's what Keane did. So. Think, exactly. <laughs> now Crouch has got to score five in the next game, or else he's never going to play again. I think that's it's funny how Defoe missed an absolute sitter. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah it, it was so funny. And Brian Jensen actually looked really good in goal. He looked, he looked old though. Yeah. Oh, he looks like an old weak version of Peter Schmeichel yeah. <laughs> if we're talking about Burnley for a minute if their home form continues they've got a chance but if basically if they if it wasn't for their home form they would be in a real lot of trouble right now be like Portsmouth to be, fair. be like Palace a couple of years ago when we're, we were amazing away from home had the best away record in the league couldn't win at home until April yeah, <laughs> I could will just say though if Stephen Fletcher's goal had counted it would have changed the game completely I don't know why it was disallowed from the replays. Yeah, just, I saw that one. Yeah, I just didn't see how it was disallowed, but and it would have been the first goal for the Scottish international. But Burnley are a small still. club, they don't get good decisions going their way, especially no. a place like Whitehall. Well, especially when their defence parts at the Red Sea and yeah, exactly. Robbie Keane scored easily the, like, they were the easiest four goals of his career by yeah. far. Well, good result for Spurs then. Um, elsewhere, there were more goals at Anfield oh, where um, Liverpool piled on more pressure to Hull. I'm taking six past them. <laughs> uh, any thoughts on that, chance? Uh, <laughs> oh, Including I'll, Steven, I'll, Steven Gerrard's goal shot crossing. I'll, I'm going to start with this one. I just can't believe that they started this um, 18-year-old um, defender, Leon Cooper, before. Like, they, like, they started him in the, cha- in the Carling Cup or the Crap Cup. And then they thought, oh, we'll start you against Torres. Torres, yeah. And it's funny that he didn't actually really make the mistakes. It was Songko, supposedly the, <laughs> the experienced, experienced centre-half that got Reading relegated. So both BK and Songko had a rubbish I, th- I, I I do not know how BK keeps playing. He's got to be one of the worst players I've ever seen in the what? Premier League. All over sea, whenever I watch high package highlights, are just him giving away penalties. He's all, that's all he does. He's a Burnley. He's a Burnley. Yeah. No, but then Songko, like, they used to play together and now they're both playing for even shitter teams. And they just can't seem to so defend for them. whole relegation candidates. If we're agreed that Portsmouth are going down this season, I think everyone is agreed on that. Yeah, I think... We'll no, down. I'm not agreed with that. If no? You, no? Well, hang on a second. We'll, we'll on. talk about this later. No, no, explain yourself. It's, well, we're going to cover the... the it's a pretty bold, it's a pretty bold I, comment and I think to make. I think for a team that's team. lost 7 out of 7 or whatever it is. Play up Pompey. Unbelievable. I'm not even a Pompey this fan. This is unbelievable. I'm actually okay. more of a Saints fan, but I like Pompey. If we that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry, back to Hull. Yeah, yeah Rogers and Hull, they've, they've won two games this calendar year. Uh, and if you look back on the worst decisions of your life, I'm sure Phil Brown looks back at that decision when he got the team on the field at halftime at Man City. Game of team talk. They've won two games since then. And obviously... They're struggling big time. What was he trying to do with that team, do you reckon? Well, they were, was, I, think they were, the five, I think they were four, four or five nil down at half-time before. Let's just try oh, was, it Man, was it at Man City? Yeah, they were yeah. again absolutely annihilated. And although they only went on to lose the game five or six ones, so I think the second half ended up being a 1-1 draw. Mm. I don't think they achieved much after. Fortunately, that doesn't count in the yeah. Premier League. No. 
They're, they're struggling. It, it, it would do if it was the MLS. Yeah, it would, it would do. <laughs> <laughs> Halftime results always <laughs> Second period, multi-ball. How are they suffering from that second season syndrome? It's been going on now for a year and a half. And the problem is, I think they've been completely found out. Uh, and they need to change. Whether it's Phil Brown to leave or not, I don't know. But something needs to happen because they're in free fall. Can I just say that Giovanni's goal was superb. A left foot volley was, I thought that was actually quite class. Yeah. And then. Um, they still look rubbish. They do. They've got one of the worst team sheets, so on paper and on the field as well. You know, I <laughs> well, think Nicky Barmby's the only good player on they've paper, got. Nicky Nicky Barmby's still playing. So. Yeah, he's still there. Does he play for them? No. no <laughs> but just Giovanni. Just Giovanni versus uh, and Stephen Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> if they had if they had ten Stephen Hunts and Giovanni, they would survive. <laughs> and Giovanni would be a horrible oh, yeah, team, though, wouldn't yeah. it? You would hate that team. Yeah. Ten Stephen Hunts. They would kick every goalie in the head. <laughs> teams wouldn't play a goalie against them <laughs> for fear fear check fear for your life okay um, uh, we've talked about Liverpool May United got a 2-0 win at Stoke with uh, Ryan Giggs having an influence despite the fact he's about 80 standard yeah job done really <laughs> it's pretty simple uh, anything to talk about there actually like, to be fair, what, I, you know, I watched a bit of this game Stoke actually looked pretty decent but then Giggs came on for Nani, who uh, Nick, like, Nick can't stand him. I'm, I actually don't mind him, but I'm starting to get swayed towards that he's absolutely rubbish. <laughs> uh, camp, but <clears throat> him and Valencia just aren't doing it for him, and um, it just seems that that core of this, you know, like the Rooney, Giggs, and then the back two, Vidic and Fernand, are getting them through games because they're not the team they were last year. But Giggs won't be able to last the whole season, will he? Well, it depends. I know, he's still got pace. Has he? Yeah. How does he do it? I don't know. He hasn't got as much it's all those corn to... burgers he used to eat, isn't it? <laughs> all that <laughs> burgers he used to do for corn. No, oh, no. Okay. I that mean... means that joke was completely lost on you. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I just used to remember his um, adverts for Reebok. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. With classic boots, still wearing them. Well, fair play to him. Ryan Geeks. Probably the only does <laughs> Ryan Geeks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Geeks. Moving on. Um... Um, can I just say that Valencia was like he was one of the worst players out there as well. And how much have they paid for him? Um, was it 16 million or something? Yeah. It was crazy. Wiggins saw them coming. Well, he just seems to hold up hold up play a lot. He just won't put in the cross. He seems to always delay the cross, which isn't given... Oh. It's, like, it's given, like... I know, it just seems to halt the play. They're in a good move. They're counter-attacking. The Manchester United are famous for their counter-attacking. When the ball comes to Valencia, he just slows it down. Mm. Is that a confidence thing? I don't know. Or a lack of ability thing? Um, I think the hype. And the hype of the price tag, and he's not Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. And then they have Nani on the other side, that's the blue square Premier Division's Cristiano <laughs> Ronaldo. He's more like Michael. I think that's the problem for Valencia. He's obviously come in and he knows that he's been looked at as Ronaldo's replacement, and that is not exactly an easy job. And but the, the, the person who's replaced Ronaldo with his squad number is Michael Owen, and he seems to have, uh, well, he scored the winning goal in the Manchester derby. And he A lot of people were unsure about that, but he seems to have come up where, uh, where needed. He scored that brilliant left-footed goal. Was it against Birmingham? Against Wigan. Wigan. Was it Wigan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was sweet. But so, you know, for, and for free as well. Yeah. Some, some people are even suggesting World Cup squad next year. No, Fergie's, Fergie's not even hot on him. He won't even star him. He'll rather start Rooney on his own or Rooney with Berbatov, which shows that he hasn't really got much confidence in him. If he's not going to put him in the starting lineup, except for in the crack cup, then... Didn't Ferguson make Fair it point. clear that when he signed he wouldn't be a regular and he would literally be an impact player? It'd be like a soul shot. Well, he has been so far, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, let's hope it works. Exactly let's, the way Tevez was. I want to see um, that Marchado on the field a lot more. Yeah, he hasn't even played this he year, hasn't he? Played, uh, well, he got substituted in Carlin Cup because oh, really? Fabio was reckless. Got sent off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, another team vying for the title was Chelsea and they lost at Wigan. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Hugo. <laughs> Gutted. Rodiega. What are your thoughts on that? I've got it. Rodiega. Rodiega. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah? I think he, him and then Zobbia, because they sort of switch sides and he sort of tries to cut him from the left on his right foot. He's brilliant. Scored another goal. He's, he's probably one of the, like, he's a brilliant sign. And it was Steve Bruce who brought him to the club. Brought him, Figueroa, obviously Palacios, who came before. But they've got that Henry Ta- Thomas in midfield. He, he's just a marsh, he's just Marshall in there and Shana had a very good game Shana's a beast you're not yeah. going to mess with him are you I just love how um, he plays either centre half or he plays attacking midfield Shana is also <laughs> he's a nothing. great one for the fantasy football because he's always down as a defender and yet but they quite often stick, plays a midfield stick or him up front, front every now and then and yeah. score some goals for you yeah nice good so there's a little tip for all your <laughs> listeners um, 
Was the result down to more to, to, to Wigan's performance or to a lack of a Chelsea performance? Well, I think we obviously let Peter Cech sent off, which obviously hindered them. I think the score was it was one one at that point. Um, Chelsea, it was definitely a penalty, though, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah and definitely a red card. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think as uh, if the centre half had done that, he would have been walking. So I don't mean Czech can have much to complain about. Although John Terry did, as he always does, <laughs> he doesn't seem to be able to keep his gobs shut. Oh. But yeah, the respect to referees campaign is really yeah. working. Yeah. Well John. Done. Well Isn't John Taylor one of the people like leading? Probably. Well, he, he, he should be because he's England's captain. But supposedly one of the one of really nice chap off the field, one of the nastiest pieces of work you'll ever see on the field. Yeah, we always moan. I, I think that um, I think that their defence was shambolic. They didn't just didn't seem to look organised at all. But I just think it's a blip for Chelsea. I still think they'll be in the title running easily. I think Wigan are just a very pacey team, and Jason Scotland actually caused problems. Jason Scotland. Well, he's played in like he's played obviously in Scotland, and <laughs> then <laughs> <laughs> like and then when he was playing for Swansea, he really looked dangerous. Obviously, he's just a big man. He can. And hold that's it why up. Martinez has brought him in because he played under Martinez. Yeah, that's one. For two million, that's not that's not a bad signing. I mean, if it's, it's can, not Michael Owen on the free, but it's not it's not bad. Yeah. I still think he'll get a couple of goals. He seems to look good up there. It was, it was one of his first starts for the club as well. He hasn't really been getting in. And that's a jump up, isn't it? Championship. Well, or wherever, so, when League One, I guess, really, up to the Premiership. Is, uh, How did he do last year? He, scored a few, he had a good season. He scored like 50 goals, 50 plus goals in two seasons. I'd say 50 good. goals last season. That's not bad. <laughs> 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 Mario Jean. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, if we're talking about top four, should we be talking about Man City? Ooh, um, I don't know. Well, it's not who good. beat. By the way, who beat Villa? Villa? Uh, West Ham. West Ham. West Ham. Same, um, same colours. We were watching the game. We were watching. Yeah. The game. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Which shows how brilliant the game was. <laughs> we were watching it. One pen really attention. Won. But um, I just think that being a, they call it the top five, and obviously they're just putting City there because they've got loads of money. And they haven't actually done anything yet. But having said that, they have won the majority of their games so far. They're only lost one. They're only one lost against United. So that's yeah. a six out of seven or something. So yeah. I mean, I know it's early early days, but if you're looking at statistics, I that's championship form, surely. Well, I just can't believe that they went there and obviously Tevez scored a goal and then apologised to the fans. Just think if Bellamy scored a goal because it seemed to boo <laughs> him. Like, he used to play by Sam, but it was just as good. But if Tevez is apologising to a set of fans that he's upset, or maybe not he's upset, but at least he had some interaction with Bellamy, would be apologising to the whole of England, wouldn't he? Surely <laughs> he's managed to piss off everyone, oh, including punching a fan <laughs> in the Man U game. <laughs> he doesn't know how to control himself, does he? No. Some reporter said that that was actually a Man City fan that punished, <laughs> but I don't know. I just I'm pretty sure it wasn't a Man City fan. <laughs> well, I, like, think, I, I wouldn't put a class I think okay. we all love the shoes, just let go of the fan, he can smack Bellamy. <laughs> <laughs> But no, on City, I think... There's a queue of fans lining up on this. <laughs> on City, you've got to consider and their squad is pretty impressive now. Whether they can actually get it to gel quickly. I mean, the only indications are they have, but I still think they've got some areas they need to improve on. Like? Uh, I mean, the midfield's going to be a problem when they come up against a team like United or some of the big top four, because they play a 4-3-3 with White Phillips, Steve Nolan and Gareth Barry. That seems to be their strongest three when all fit now that's well, not exactly very defensive like uh, De Jong's come in the last few weeks because Ireland got De injured and they still got um, Michael Johnson yeah he had Johnson. a great Johnson. season last well, Michael Johnson actually and came on as a substitute he looked a bit porky didn't he yeah. well I would be if I had that much time off on the <laughs> exactly, side exactly yeah. <laughs> and that much money into depression eating <laughs> <laughs> into depression where you recover from injury and a like hundred <laughs> midfielders just come in eating a hundred thousand Cabri's mini rolls and why not <laughs> put the pounds on but, um, and obviously Rocket Santa Cruz came back. They're waiting for um, company to come back. Oh, Ray Company, I think he's a great player. Uh, yeah, he was always good on Football Manager. So. He was good on Football Manager. What about Robinho as well? Robinho? Yeah, he's been oh, <laughs> Forgot about him. Forgot a man. I think good old Emmanuel Adebayo, who must be, uh, he's a popular man right now in the world of football, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And they played him, it's funny, they played Zabaleta at right back. Instead of Michael Richards. Yeah, which shows that... Michael Richards is seriously overrated. Yeah, yeah. or... You know, well, I, th- I rate Zabaleta. I think he's a great player. I mean, obviously, Richards hasn't shown the, the centre back commanding role, no. and they've brought in Torre and Lescott, so he's either right back or on the bench. There you go. Well, we didn't think we'd be saying that a year ago, did we? No. Eight months ago. Okay, moving on. What are the games we got left from the weekend? Arsenal. Arsenal, yes. Um, beat Fulham 1 0, thanks to a Robin Van Persie goal. Talk about Arsenal quickly. I think we've got to give 
bit of praise to that young Italian goalkeeper, Vito Manone, who was pretty impressive. Sounds, he like, a gang- sounds he, like a gangster's name. He actually kept him in the game. Manone. He made a few great saves. He made a great save from an Andy Johnson header. AJ, I love you. I just want to point that out. Uh, he, he was super. It should be noted that both Dave and I are Crystal Palace fans. Yeah, so we may end up There may well be every now and then. various Palace references throughout yeah. that. Well, we're talking about Premiership ain't going to happen that much. No, so we've got, we've got to talk point. about most. Well, we might talk about to... the Baltimore um, Palace. Yeah. <laughs> That's Palace Palace's USA. USA affiliate. They're probably doing better than the <laughs> current first team at Palace anyway. Anyway, so this young Italian keeper. Yeah, he's, um, he's actually third choice because they've obviously got Almunia and then uh, Fabianski, but both two were Two of the... I would like to say I think Fabianski and Almunia are two of the worst goalkeepers that have ever graced the Premier League. The thing is, Fabianski came with one of the biggest reputations, but he, he every game he seems to play, he just doesn't seem to be able to live up to the potential. But you've got to bear in mind he's a young goalkeeper, and goalkeepers, in my opinion, don't peak till at least their late 20s which seems to be proven because Ben Foster is showing (laughs) I don't think Ben Foster can climb up the climbing frame at the moment (laughs) just drop himself (laughs) thing is though everyone talks about all these young goalkeepers also we have Manoni we've got obviously um, Ben Foster and Fabianski they're all great shot stoppers but I think someone made a very good point on what on a show I was listening to the other day every goalkeeper if we're going to be if we're going to be referencing every goalkeeper should be a good shot stopper if they're not what they do in play. Why are they goalkeeper? Like, it's about what they can do, I think, in terms of quick reactions, concentration, which is why they like to Peter Cech are up there, because they don't have much to do during the game, but when they do get called upon, they normally do a good job. Mm. Um, Rob, yeah. Can I just say that Van Persie's shooting with his right foot this season, which I'm really impressed with. Is this the season we finally see Van Persie turning into a striker? Um, a, a, I think a Van Persie's fantastic. He's the, one of the best left foots in the Premiership. So hopefully... Will he challenge for the golden boot, though? Or? Um... He never seems to score that know. many goals. Well, he, he does, but he doesn't. You don't think that he plays and he scores no, a lot of right. goals. And he's one of them players that just sort of like drifts through the season. You think he's in and out of the t- team because of injuries, but when he's playing, he's superb. That remember that goal against some Charlton? Mm. He sort of jumps oh, in that was awesome! Yeah, and like, just, and it was against Charlton as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Van Persie's fantastic. He really is, and um, it's good to see him that he's really leading the line once Adebayor's left. Like. Well, they haven't signed any other any other forwards. They don't need it. They any. don't need to. They've got they've got Vela who's I like Vela. Really, when he oh, came like another Champions football League, manager. Football really manager legend. Yeah. Uh, Eduardo, of course. Eduardo's back as well. As you all know, it's all these strikers are all naturally left footed. You don't get that many. No, you don't. You don't get not that. Arsenal three of them. <laughs> in oh, abund- in abundance. Okay, so Arsenal title contenders? Yeah, definitely. I feel, um, not. I don't think. I think that. No, I don't. Think <laughs> I just can't see them doing it. I think they they are capable of losing to all the big teams. I don't think they've got enough to beat the the big four, whatever you want to call it, the big lot up there. Because right now, <laughs> right now lot. we don't know what it is. It's either a top five or even a top three, depending if you count Arsenal, and Liverpool. Because most people seem to be saying that they're not in it right now. So, I think Arsenal will be close. I think they'll be close. Yeah, I really think well, with Vermeulen at the back with Gallas, so that seems to work that partnership. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Gallas won't um, erupt and then try and get in the hump. Yeah, but Vermeulen looks, looks awesome. He scores yeah. a few times. And Arshavin's been in that outside because of injury, so once they get him properly fit, mm-hmm. and, and then Fabregas, Fabregas and isn't looking Nas his best at the moment, so he's still to Still setting up goals, Sal Van Persie's goal, though, so still doing his thing. And. Riziki, yeah, of course, uh, come back. And also Theo Walcott, who hasn't yet got a run in the team, but I think he must, at some point this year, get a run, because when he's on form, he's absolutely outstanding. Well, England need him for the World Cup. We do need him. (laughs) Okay, moving on, because uh, we are running out of time. Um, Blackburn beat Villa, anyone care about that? No? Okay, moving on. Yeah, no. Bolton beat Birmingham. Anyone no. care about that? No. no. Oh, Kevin Phillips scored. Although Kevin Phillips scored. Yeah, the, a- the aging Kevin Phillips. He's like Evergreen. Ten thousandth <laughs> goal in Premiership history, probably. Can I, can I just then um, read my little comment? Just go for it. We go because obviously I'm a big supporter of this, and this is that um, Everton stuffed Pompey in the pink. Yeah, that was an interesting kit. That that was a brilliant kit. I just think the pinstriped pink and black kit was fantastic. And it clashed with Louis Saha's hair, (laughs) which is um, a Wes Brown ginger. (laughs) Wes orange. And speaking of uh, Louis Saha, he scored quite a few goals. He's got seven this year. He's on fire. I'll tell you what, like, I know he had a lot, he had some bad times at United and never really worked out for him. four years there. I know. He's come to Everton. Really? That's Yeah. And if Everton can get him and Yakubu up front together, that could be a pretty impressive partnership oh the yak the yak and he's back <laughs> as well big shout out to you Kubi. the he's yak is back we need him back in football he's a great player 
Um, if we're talking about this game, yeah, we we got to look at Portsmouth. Um, <laughs> although you know they seem to be trying their best to get at least a point, but they seem to have hit the crossbar about twenty times on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, boys, what? Well, we, go, we should we should go back quickly to to Nick's point, saying that he thinks Pompey going to stay out. I really think Pompey will stay out because um, this is essentially like um, their their gelling time together as a team because obviously it's a whole new team I think it's only um, God, I can't even remember who was there last year James and Cabal I think I think it was something like or certainly David James but at the end of last season uh, the last game of last season they've only got two players that are now that I, think st- I think they're starting I think it is Cabal yeah. as well but yeah. Any, I think yeah. that they, they will gel together I think the signs are positive they're really playing well the results aren't showing that they're playing well and then um, if they can really galvanise the team, I know Tommy signing, um, Tommy signing, like Mr. Smith, that was one of the worst decisions. How much did he like, cost them? Did they well, that, I think that was like two million or two million. <laughs> two million? They got Tommy's involved on that. Yeah, exactly. But oh obviously, God. that wasn't a great sign. Brother, but I think that Dindane will score goals. He scored his debut in the League Cup last yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. And he's um, Drogba's partner in the Ivory Coast team. So it could. It could could be a good sign. Just watch out for Pompey. I think once they get one goal, once they get one result, they're seizing the turnaround. I think they're a bit like an Ipswich. I think once they get one result, I think they'll they're fire on from there. They did lose yeah, a lot so. of like they lost Glenn Johnson, Sean Distan, Peter Crouch, Sean Davis, and Nico Cranky. Like that. That's a pretty hefty amount of your core. Those team. are pl- those are players that would certainly be be contenders for those Premier League teams, wouldn't they? Oh, and they lost far. the Champions League winning Jimmy Chorori as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just put that out there. And the players they signed, like you look at the players, like Tal Ben Ahim's not a bad signing. He, they got him from City. Did he ever play for City? Um, hardly. Yeah. I, I, he doesn't look the same player that was at Bolton. Yeah. Once they had that transfer to Chelsea, I think he's just, just got too yeah. big time. And they he gave away a penalty, but he will improve. The whole midfield, Michael Brown, Boateng from Spurs. Van Vandenborg. Yeah, Vandenborg. Now he, Another he, football manager. He was a star, upcoming star for manager. I don't know, well, he must not be now if he's gone to Portsmouth. But well, he played for Fiorentina. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was... Genoa uh, as well. And Genoa, and he, was, he was doing okay there. And he's very versatile, according to football manager. He's uh, that is a good signing, according to football manager. I think all the, Bel- all the Belgians are supposedly good. They have like um, yeah. Defour as well. Yeah, yeah. he's decent. He's actually and Jamie O'Hara from Spurs, who has looked actually looked very good. Yeah, he's on I really like. Yeah, he's on loan. I, I mean, he actually. Uh, why is he not in the Spurs first team? He was, wasn't he? Yeah, he was at the end of the season. He was teams. playing left back as well for the England under twenty ones. It's quite versatile. I think okay. Portsmouth's problem is going to be goal scoring. Like, apart from they got that. The thing is, Carnu he left them and then came back. That's how you know. That's how things were going. It's like, oh, damn, we've we've let him go. Let's get him back in. We can't actually get anyone else. I think it's because um, you know, the jurisdictions of his free bus pass <laughs> take him so far around Pompey, around Fratton Park. <laughs> I think obviously Portsmouth's real problems are off the field. Oh. Like, and obviously that has a massive effect on Paul Hart's spending. Yeah, his hands have been tied. Like I don't know what's going on with their ownership right now. No one seems to know. But the chairman or the new owner says he's going to invest fifty million in the squad. I guess that is coming in January. But who's going to want to join them if they're bottom of the league? About twenty points, ten points from safety at least. That's going to be difficult to attract. How long players. until we see Pompey's first win in the season? Um, 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 well, they've got him. Um, the next like um, five or six games. Are they playing so They've got people around. They've got to play teams around their area. So they've got Hull. They've got the Boltons. They've got the Birmingham's. I think. I've I haven't checked it completely the whole fixture list, but I know the next six games are really vital for them, and I think they will pick up points. I think the next game, you'll see a Pompey win or draw. They do do well against Everton. They were okay. actually pretty decent. Yeah. And one quick point about Paul's Pompey will start playing. I know that a lot of their fans <laughs> were quite disgruntled by the decision. Let David Nugent go out on loan to Burnley <laughs> to a rival rival yeah. team we are trying to stab against. Like to be fair, like Nugent didn't actually set the world on fire, Paulson, but he did do a lot of stuff away from goal scoring. Like I know he was, he, he done a lot of assists last year. And he's a good playmaking type player, and he's done well for Burnley. He got two on his debut. Yeah, there you go. Um, I think that. Um, I think that might come to bite them in the bum. Moving on. <laughs> Quickly, Dave, you wanted to mention uh, Sunderland as well. Yeah, well, this is an interesting one. Uh, Craig Gordon. Okay, firstly, um, <laughs> I, I love you, admit, Craig. This was probably the game of the weekend. This was a cracking game. <laughs> there were some great goals. Uh, some of the big, obviously, Darren Bent again. I tell you what, he's done pretty well. I don't know how much they spent on him. Like, I think, 10 million, I think. Yeah, it was 16, <laughs> then he called his Twitter. Oh, I don't want to go. Or he did want to go, and then he got it down to like another. <laughs> Hurry up, Mr. Levy. <laughs> Let me go. But um, Sunderland looking pretty decent. Like Kenwin Jones and Darren Bent, I think that's not a bad strike force. And their midfield is 
Oh, Beastly. The, Al- the Albanian. Loic Kana. And then Lee Catamore. Another yeah. football manager. <laughs> it looks like this year the Premier teams have literally gone to the football manager day and thought, let's go and buy some old fashioned FM legends just to try and please our fans because they probably know more about them than any of the other t- players in our team. But do you remember like years ago, um, I think it was um, Laurie Sanchez, I think um, wasn't, I think it, when he was a manager of Wickham and they had to play Leicester. And they were look, looking, searching for a striker, and didn't he just get a phone call? No, they found him on. They found him on CFAX. Oh, crazy! I thought they found out this guy was out of contract. What was his name? Roy Essendo. Yeah. Did he end up scoring? Yeah, he's winning against Leicester. Yeah. Sanchez got sent off. He's like doing all these dancing in the changing room. There's a TV camera there. But if we're talking about, I know for a fact that a lot of Premiership clubs and professional clubs have got an agreement with a football manager and their research team about scouting across Europe because they do send researchers into teams yeah. and watch and clubs here. And a lot of players that, that were FCM legends have, have gone on. Kim Kalstrom, you know one of them? Freddie Guarin now at Porto. So. Yeah, yeah. some play played against United. Um, Chelsea. Chelsea the other day. He looked pretty decent. Anyway, back to, back to Sunderland. Yeah. Um, go through this. this okay, uh, um, yeah. So we also talking about Peter Cech was his ascending off now. This is a slightly different sending off possible offence but Kieran Richardson decided to ping one a 30-yard back pass <laughs> nearly, into, back nearly pass. into the bottom corner and Craig Gordon had to basically dive to salvage it from going in the net. Now, it was an indirect free kick. Wolves did go and score from it, but Gordon didn't even get a yellow card. So the question raised is, should it have been maybe a red card? Because he did deny a goal-scoring opportunity. Nick? Well, yeah, he did deny the goal-scoring opportunity. You're right. And I, I definitely think it should have been a yellow card. I think if Wolves had not have scored... Then there's the talking point. Mick I think McCarthy because I think because Wolves scored, I think it even itself out it was fair. But um, like with the Premier League, obviously it wouldn't have been much publicised because it's not one of the big four. And plus, you never you never see that many back passes. So it's not like it's a. Common this was extreme though. Like yeah. Kieran Richardson did get an absolute great ping on it. It was going to the towards the one goal, and Craig Gordon literally had to die for his life to stop it from going in. Interesting. And if any, any Sunderland fans are like hearing this, and you watch the game, did anybody see um, Kieran Richardson's ponytail? <laughs> Roberto Baggio style ponytail. Was, it, it was the most ridiculous <laughs> hairstyle I've ever seen on a football player. It was even worse than Lexi Lalas when he used to play <laughs> for the US national team. But. Away from like Wolves, I just, want to, I just want to give a bit of a shout out to Wolves. I like Wolves. I think 5 2 flattered Sunderland a bit. It was a pretty close game until the end. And they're, they're going to do well. Like, out of the three promoted teams, they've definitely got the best chance of staying up. Right now, they all seem to have a good chance because of Hull and Pompey not doing so well. But yeah, I think, I think Wolves are going to stay up. I like the look of them. I think Mick McCarthy's done a great job. The only thing that's going to go against them is their lack of experience. They've got a lot of good young players who have come from the Championship, but they're all doing pretty well. They've got a manager who's got experience of Premier League. And yeah, experience well, experience of getting relegated. Yeah, yeah I, I, th- I think um, the you look at the Wolves team on paper, and I think they will go down. I think Keo and um, Doyle, if they can um, have as much of presence around the field and really um, supply goals for each other, then that will be fine. But their defence, I know you have. Well, they are shaky at the yeah, back. Yeah, they are very shaky. Wayne Hennessy, the goalie, looks very, very great. He's but pretty short for goalkeeper as well. He's not the tallest guy on the planet. Well, he got released by Man City, yeah. and now he's back in the Premier League. But I really think that they will go down. Michael Kitely isn't starting for them. They're playing Edwards now. I know Edwards is good, but it's Kitely just come back from injury because Kitely yeah. was by far their most influential player last year in the Championship. He was outstanding. Yeah, he's coming back from injury. Yeah. But their midfield doesn't look great either, except for Kitely. Who else can you name? No, Jarvis. Their winger, they're, they've actually got good yeah. wide players, but central midfield, they haven't got much at well, all. Carl Henry looks okay. He's all right, but he's not. He's, he's championship, 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 really. Yeah, championship. Yeah. Go back to Sunderland. Do you guys want to hear my Sunderland joke? You can cut this Go out then. later on. What's, uh, what's black and white and plays up front for Sunderland? Penguin Jones. <laughs> Get your coat. <laughs> okay. You don't play like a penguin, though. Penguin okay. Jones. Okay, um... So Should we move on to Champions League? We're done with the Premier League? Should we move on to the yeah, Champions League? The Premier League. Yeah, let's go on to an even more glamorous event. So, uh, last night, Liverpool lost 2-0 at Fiorentina. Did anyone see that game? I actually didn't, but what, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're going to be whole sick that I call it whole and Fiorentina a bit different in like, standard, but that was a pretty bad result for Liverpool. Yeah, Fiorentina is, is actually um, a place where a lot of English teams have gone and struggled yeah. in recent years. Well, I think um, any English team going to Italy is going to be hard. And you obviously know that the, the Italians are very um, organised at the back. And um, they will hit you on the counter attack. I think that maybe, um, I think that maybe Liverpool's vulnerability in defence has really hit them now. Skirtle is getting absolutely demolished. And he is getting. And Carragher, 
looks a shadow of the player he has yeah. been last couple of seasons. Do you think that's because they got they've lost Hippier now? Do you think Hippier had more, more, more of an influence yeah. rather than just on the just on the field? Or well, they've signed a Greek guy. Oh yeah, he used to play for Rangers, like Kyriakos. Yeah, he he's he rubbish. Average, I mean, the thing Liverpool gonna have this year is it's a bit lopsided what happened last year. They're actually gonna struggle to beat the bigger teams. Last year they struggled to beat the smaller teams. So they were like getting mm. held at home to like sort of I think Fulham went there. I think Stoke even got a draw there. But this year they're beating all the smaller teams. But when it comes to a bigger team. They seem like they lost to Villa. I wouldn't say Villa were massive, but you know they caused some problems and they've lost obviously this game. So Benitez may have a bit of a problem with them getting results in the big games. Well, the Champions League is standard for any English side. Um, you only need to win four games and then you're oh, they'll go through. So they will go through, and you know let's just see what they do in the league because they've already had experience of winning the Champions League before under mm. Benitez and getting to the final. So you know they can they can do that. But um, it was nice to see. Um, Nice to see that Seville stuck four past Rangers. Obviously, being a Selwyn fan myself, but it is horrible for the Scottish game when you see the Selwyn can't even make it into the group stage because of that rubbish. Yeah. This was and, nil, um, it was nil-nil at half-time as well. Rangers were holding their own, and the Seville just came out and got an early goal, and they completely wiped the floor of them. Yeah, well, Rangers, um, this is good preparation for the Old Firm Derby, boys. So, <laughs> thank you. I think, I think actually, looking at those results, it's, it's, the more things change, the more they stay the same because we've got, the, we've got Inter Milan struggling to win away at... Ruben something from Russia. Yeah. Ruben Kazakhstan. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Ruben, yeah, Kazan, Kazakhstan. Um, Barcelona winning at, at home. I saw that. Yeah. I saw so, that. that Barcelona apps, like, it could have been double figures. Like, so that, actually, Ibrahimovic looks a reborn player. He's actually running. Normally he just stands there. He was actually doing a bit of off-the-ball work. I was pretty impressed. Can we talk about the game we actually did watch, which was the Arsenal game? Mm. And I was really, really impressed with Arsenal. They had, like, Something like twenty shots on target or something, or twenty, like twenty shots. It was ridiculous how many shots that George Clooney in goal had to save. <laughs> yeah, he's come out of a time, and he's left Hollywood. He's gone over to Greece, <laughs> and he's managed to be in goal. And I just think that the Arsenal, they really, their attacking football is so brilliant to watch. Mazzucchi played well last night, and Arsenal was. That's fair. Like all the whole team clicked. I thought they looked great. Like, yeah. they Arsenal are the sort of team where their play is suited to Europe isn't it yeah, yeah. The thing is, they try and walk in the back of the net which is one of their problems like there was one point where they actually did try and ball the ball in the back of the net and play across across the goal line what was it? it was 2-0 yeah, yeah, it was with the quote turn yeah. oh that was flick. a great turn as well is it going to be is it going to be like similar years are we going to see all the English teams do well is it basically going to be all the English teams and Barcelona no I mean you've got to, you've got to look at Real Madrid this year and I actually think Inter Milan I know they had a bad result last night but they've been looking pretty good they've got a two up front they've got some you know Mourinho's bought some good players you've got to, you've got to consider Real Madrid just because of who they signed this summer like if they don't make the semi-finals at least that's got to be a failure they should go on and win it well, um, how did they get on tonight do we know they won 3-0. 3-0 against um, Marseille. Oh, yeah, that's a given. Like, we're actually recording this while the Champions League games were going And Cristiano Ronaldo scored twice again. And Kaka got another one. Which, which, which takes him possibly to double figures already for the season. But apparently goes. he hasn't been playing well. Well, I think the stats speak for that. And Ryan Giggs scored tonight for, for Man U against Wolfsburg. And Carrick as well. He's been out of favour. I think him and Ferguson supposedly have had a fallout. That's what the media are saying. Yeah. But he played in... Um, so Giggs goes. Zeko. Zeko. Yeah. Um, the strike for Wolfsburg is one of the most dangerous in Europe so he managed to bag a goal so Gig, Gig's still doing the business then even though we were talking about him a minute ago we're coming from 1-0 down to win 2-1 and AC, the shot result AC Milan lost at home Who's here? to FC Zurich 1-0 that doesn't surprise me AC Milan were over here in the summer and although it was only a pre-season friendly against the Galaxy they really did look like a bunch of over-aged pensioners they've got severe lack of youth apart from Pato Speaking uh, of pensioners, watch this. Watch this link. Uh, speaking of pensioners, Chelsea won one nil. Apple Nico Nico side. Who scored? Can I just say that Apple? What a name! Apple. I, I was listening to the Football Weekly, and I really thought that that was the most funny bit of the podcast this week because they were basically um, basically saying, "Oh, like Chelsea are going to crumble against Apple," <laughs> and like. Um, I'd just like to say that. They really um, got to the core and, and of now, their team. Yeah, and then now Chris sliced um, <laughs> the, the apple in half. And managed but to how bad is the Champions League these days when I mean, you've got Apple Nicosia playing Chelsea? Like, what is the point? Like, it's supposed to be the champions. Yeah, they're probably the champions of some... The, uh, I don't know where, they're, where they're from. No idea. But <laughs> we haven't even heard of them. We haven't even heard of them. So I think it's the Cypriot champions. Which just, you know, it goes to the argument is what's the point of the group stages because it just seems, although obviously... You know, Liverpool have lost to a pretty decent team, but the rest have had pretty comfortable wins. And you know, Barcelona beat some unknown team as well. I don't know who they played. 
Well, Dynamo Kiev. The other game was who beat the Brecon? Leon. I think Leon won there 4 0. They were 4 0 up at half time. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Champions League group stages. It just goes and comes and goes quite quickly, and then. The group, the um, knockout stages become a bit interesting. Well, would you say that it's like, actually boring until we get to the? Yeah, well, if you go on the English press, it gets boring until the semi-finals, and you got like an English all semi-final, and then it gets interesting. Because oh yeah, there's the Brecon. Kimi Kallstrom's going. Matt Gomez. So yeah, Champions League. Uh, I think we just got to say that it's going to go the way we fit, see it until the group, uh, knockout stages, and then things. And what about Leon? Because Leon are always in the Champions League, but they never seem to do well. What are you debrecking about then? Debrecken. <laughs> that was actually really funny. That was actually pretty good. Uh, Leon, like, yeah, they'll they'll, they'll get to the uh, latter stages and they'll probably come up against an English team or one of the two big Spanish teams and probably go out as they always do. Can I comment on my result last night, which was um, I was watching, seeing what, like, just looking at the video printer and seeing if it would come through and what the result would be. And I like I'd like to give a shout out to Mickey Adams. Is um, Extreme team talk. He managed to get a two-two draw from the Accrington Stanley game. I think Accrington Stanley are playing really well. Obviously, they've got their financial troubles. And this um, is Mickey Adams, who put his entire Port Vale squad on transfer list. Yeah, on the transfer list. That team talk has really, really worked. Supposedly, um, years ago, they um, they put their whole tra- um, team on the transfer list, and um, then they ended up. S- Surviving from relegation. Wow, there you go. It so can, maybe it can work. <laughs> can. Mickey Adams came out with probably the quote of the weekend after they lost to Notts County. Uh, we looked like a woman that had a big fur coat on and underneath had no knickers on. What is he playing? <laughs> That's there? Ian Holloway. Yes, I know it, it is. Really? Mickey's got a bit of sense of humour for once. He's not known for like being you no. know, Mr. Funny, but he came out with a good. I don't one, even it? get that quote. But I, I, I looked at the league table. They're not exactly at the bottom, struggling. They're having a pretty average season, but you know. Well, who's going to take any of their players? And I can't even believe there is a transfer list. Yeah. I thought there was there was just football manager or championship manager. I thought you could just Apparently click so. on the list. The thing is, look, they actually signed a player this week on a two-month contract. Jason Jarrett, he signed for them. Oh. Like, what is he playing at? You know, the whole squad gets shit transfers is listed and then he goes and joins them. Like, is he is he on the transfer list as well? Like, I think he's for, for Wigan. Never yeah, he has, yeah, he's played Wigan. Yeah. He's scored a couple of goals with me in the old yeah. championship managers. <laughs> I think that's how I remember him. I reckon if we mention championship manager enough times, we'll get some free copies sent in. We may do. Well, it's only like £1 on the, on the You internet. can pay what you want for it now, can't Yeah, you? so that's just football manager rules. Four managers the better one. Okay, all right, moving <laughs> on to the next part of the show. That, I think we've wrapped up most of our... So we're side geeks. Um, we're we're going to give Dave... Dave's known for, uh, for, for getting sort of wound up about a lot of subjects. We're going to give him 60 seconds each podcast to rant about a certain topic. I'm just going wait, to... Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. Okay. Bef- before you do set the timer, can I, can yeah. I just introduce it a bit? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Ooh, what they says. Ooh, you want to know what they's going to say. <laughs> Ooh, what they's going to say. He has 60 seconds to rant. <laughs> what you say. Well, thanks for that. Okay, Dave, <laughs> your, what's your topic? It's actually goal line technology this week. And uh, your time starts now. Okay, guys, goal line technology. This is an argument for it. We live in a day and age where we have the technology to bring it in, so why don't we bloody use it? Earlier in the year, Palace got completely screwed over when Freddie Sears pinged one into the back of the net. It bounced out, and the ref and his absolute inept officials decided that didn't go in. Let's not give Palace a goal. Obviously, our certain manager, Neil Warnock, was not happy, and we went on to lose the game 1 0. Now, I can, I can accept that we lost the game, wrongly, but over <laughs> here in ice hockey, they have sensors in the goals seconds. that allows the goal to go in. It lets everyone know when the goal goes in. Why can't we bring it in over here? The problem is we're going to have a situation in the next few months, years, where a big decision is going to go against a big team or any team. It's going to cost them either promotion, relegation, winning the World Cup, and we're going to think, why did we not use it back then? We should bring it in now, simple. Ran over, bring goal line technology in. <laughs> You've still got 10 seconds left. Really? Though. Yeah. Well, Palace got screwed over by it, so that's why I'm extra annoyed about it. <laughs> Freddie Sears is mentally scarred for the rest of his life. He's still, he hasn't scored since. There you go. There you go. 60 seconds up. Excellent stuff. Well done. I wasn't sure you were going to That was my first one. I wasn't sure you were going to stay in that, so well done. That it was, was, that was, really that was actually quite tough. <laughs> uh, tough and I'm actually, pretty, I'm actually pretty impressed I did not mention Matt Lawrence. <laughs> Save that for Save another that. podcast. Yeah, I'm you sure, can't, Matt, you can't Matt, Matt, you're going to get mentioned in one of them in the next few weeks, I'm sure. <laughs> Just wait for your guest appearance can, back can in you, the first Can you say your little line? Because I'm, I'm waiting for this one. I've been waiting for it all week. What little line? Oh, okay. Okay, the next, the next part of, the, next part of um, the podcast is called Ooh, fantasy that. <laughs> where we talk about our fantasy football teams. So we have to be very brief because I think we are running over time a little bit. So, um, Dave, do you want to talk about your team? Uh, introduce your team name. 
and then tell us your stars of your team. Uh, I think my team name's Dave Matt Eagle, something like that. And all I'm going to say is I've got Fernando Torres, he's my captain, and I think I'm second in the league, or probably first now. So, Fernando, I salute you. Any transfers? Are you going to think about getting anyone in? Uh, yeah, well, I got up front, I'm fine. I've got Darren Bent, he's peeing in some goals. But my, my defence, my defence, defence, we must too much American football. Uh, I'm probably going to get Lescott out because he is not having a great season. I don't know why actually, because Man City haven't been leaking loads of goals. I think he's not the star. Start the season yeah. with Everton. That's probably the reason why. <laughs> he's still <laughs> minus points. Yeah. He's still minus points in that humiliating defeat against Arsenal on the first day. All right, Nick, your team? So my team are big boys free because of all the, um, the sexual antics that was going on <laughs> on the league. I just thought I would say that I'm the biggest boy. And um, boy enough. with B-H-O-Y. Just, oh, Celtic fan. Yeah, of okay. course. Um, but um, basically I've got um, a strike force of Didier Drogba and Torres. Unfortunately, Torres is not my captain, so I'm only like one place or third in the league. Um, I got Vermeulen in this this nice, week for um, for Lescott, and I actually got Michael Turner in as well. And he's he scored. Yeah, he scored. Um, yeah, he scored. And I um, I traded out Jack Rodwell as well, and I traded out another midfielder. Oh, Arshavin, because I'm waiting for him to get back into his form and to swing everything. Actually, put in Fabregas. And Frank Lampard. So Frank Lampard didn't have a great weekend. Fabregas got an assist. But, yeah, Fabregas got the assist. There you go. I have a funny knack of uh, as soon as players leave my team, they start scoring goals. I had Titus Bramble in my team all season. Got rid of him last week and he scored against Chelsea. Nice, and, nice. Uh, I had Darren Bent in my team as well. And he was doing well, but for some reason I started to get rid Who of him. Who else did you have? He scored as well. Uh, I might have had Torres in there as well. <laughs> but he wasn't playing so well. I got rid of him and he scored a hat-trick. What, um, what's your team name? My team name is a play on the Spanish team from the Basque region it's called Atletico Dildo <laughs> I love it see the uh, sexual antics that's going on okay uh, moving on to the next part of the, the podcast do you have an America watch let's have a bit of yeah USA watch USA um, we've got David. the um, MLS is, is coming towards it's starting to wrap up because of the playoffs soon haven't we so it is I think sure. every team goes into the first <laughs> our galaxy <laughs> Actually, Galaxy didn't make Galaxy, of course, are our local team. We're based here in Los Angeles. They, they didn't make the playoffs last year, but they're looking better this year, though. They, they are, are our local they team. Are actually, yeah, they actually. will make the playoffs unless they have a complete uh, crumble to their form. They're actually playing pretty well. Beckham's actually had a pretty good season with Donovan. And uh, yeah, I think they'll make the playoffs. Whether or not they win the MLS Cup is very much depending on. There are stronger teams, aren't there? I mean, oh, much, da- yeah. FC Dallas came down a few weeks ago and crushed them 6 3. Yeah, that, that just sums up the standard of the MLS, to be fair. Like, and FC Dallas haven't been doing great this season, but that Jeff Cunningham up front. Jeff Cunningham, yeah. He's a man. Cunningham. Cunningham. Yeah. But he's Canadian, so we're not going to see him in the World Cup. Oh. Mm, well, I think well, we should give a shout out to yeah, like the English players. That actually, There's quite a few of well, them. All a... the players that have played in England. Adi Akibai was here, but he's gone back. Yeah, he uh, just went to Knox County. So Campbell's <laughs> replacement. He was at the That's probably why Campbell got so angry. Who are we signing? Adi Akibai, Rama, Amanda. Yeah. He was at the Houston Dynamo, and then uh, we got. He wasn't even playing for Houston Dynamo. That's the funny thing. They have this player called Brian Ching, who's the first Hawaiian, Hawaiian. to play in the MLS, and um, he's actually really good. Danny Dicchio is at the. He's at Toronto, Toronto alongside he's, Carl he's Robinson. Ret- he's going to retire soon, Danny Dicchio. Um, Darren Huckabee, another another popular player. But he's just retired two weeks ago. Just hung ah. up his boots. My friend was at the game actually, the San Jose game, and apparently his leg was all in plaster. So yeah. yeah. That's a big shame, actually, because I rate Darren Huckabee. I used to rate him as a good championship player. He's a good player, but he's an absolute prick. He gave, <laughs> he gave um, our right-back, um, Edgar Washington, or Jesus is our right-back, a big torrid time. He managed to always play good against Saints every time I saw him. Um, anyone else? Anyone else? There's loads. Like, Galaxy, we've got Eddie Lewis. Is there. Uh, we've got two ex-Palace players, American players. We've got uh, Greg Baholt and Johan Kowski. We've got uh, Chris Burchill. Who well, Chris Burchill, the, yeah. the first white... Trinidad, Trinidadian player, yeah. And um, Donovan Ricketts, the man with the hands he like tree trunks. Played for Bradford. Yeah, he did play for Bradford. He's got he a real great. stare on him as well. Yeah. He, he could, he could. He, he was brilliant. Out. Oh, I think I the biggest him. player is probably got to be Juan Pablo Angel over in. Who's Europe. doing well? Yeah, he, he's a good player at Red Bulls. New York Red Bulls, though, the New York team. Um, I think that's about it. There's probably another few players we don't. Well, yeah, oh, um, who's the? Let's get it popping. Rowan Ricketts. He was. Rowan Ricketts. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was here. What's popping? Who's the right winger at Colorado Rapids? Cook. Terry Cook. Terry Cook. He was still there. He was. Who did he play? Was he? Manchester United. Manchester City. And Man City. He's been there for a year. Terry Cook. He plays out as well. Good, that wraps up. Good, we've got to cover the MLS, but trust me, there ain't much to know about it. It's not the best league in the world. Okay, so see you later, Adi. I can buy it. Bye, Adi. <laughs> okay, um, wrapping up quickly the um, rest of our podcast, um, we've got a new section 
that's called Where Are They Now? Yeah, Where Are They Nick, Now? Do you want to introduce it? Well, um, Where Are They Now is um, about basically foreign players who have come and graced the Premier League since it started and they've really performed and um, they're really real cult figures, we like to call them. They've played and we all remember them. So I'm going to start this week with um, an Israeli international, former Israeli international, who was born in 1972. Any guesses, guys? Great players. No, no, no. His clubs include Maccabi Haifa, Southampton on loan, West Ham, Celtic, Blackburn on loan, Man City, Portsmouth, and Maccabi Tel Aviv. Israeli? Clint the Morrison. <laughs> Close. No idea. No? You're not even going to... I'm not even going to guess. You're not even going to I don't guess. want to steal your thunder. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to have um, the, the magician, as he was um, called. Um, it's Ayol Berkovich. Ayol Berkovich was a fantastic player. Um, he, he was a very big star in his own country. Um, came through the youth team at Maccabi Haifa and then um, started in professional terms in 1989. Just, um, just uh, while we were in nappies, a lot of us. And then um, he played in the youth team and then obviously signed, played there for seven years as a professional. And during his time there, he won two league championships, three um, state cups, which is a version of the FA Cup. And um, that included a double in 1991 season. Then his performances got him in the Israeli national team and he was the MVP for the whole season of 93. They use that in another country. MVP. So um, 96-97 was the biggest um, season in in Eilberg, which is Korea. We've got to say, because they came on loan to um, Southampton when we first hit um, English soils. Um, that was a great sign, and him and Egg Austin had really tore apart Manchester United in the six roof victories. Does anybody remember that? I remember that, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, it was, um, was a wonderful. Egg Austin managed to get a hat trick, and um, the other two goals. another two goals were scored by Berkovic. He actually set up three of the goals, and then Latis bagged it, bagged it just oh, to complete the round. Did he get a bit on it? Well, it wasn't the first throw in. So. It wasn't, was it? <laughs> and then um, his loan move then just attracts him to the Premier League even more, and West Ham ends up playing 1.25 million for his services. He was by far one of the, the, the biggest assist makers in the Premier League. He set up John Hartson numerous times that season. And, and John um, Hartson repaid him by. Uh... Booting him in the face. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. And train, training ground bus. Here you go, Isle. Welcome to London. <laughs> well, you've set me up for millions of goals this season. So, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to boot you in the head. And then I'm going to get a massive. It's like a big Welsh thank you. And then I'm going to get a massive um, transfer for like nearly 8 million to Wimbledon. So, he was quickly shipped out, and then Isle Berkovich went the other direction. But I just want to say that Harry Redknapp finds a knack of using these flair players, and he really. And got the best out of Ayo Berkovic. Again, he does it with Luka Modric at Spurs and yeah. Cranchar at Pompey. Yeah. So. He's, he's, well, we'll come on to this later where um, he actually moved to Pompey and was still a great there. But, um, so the only real good thing that John's, John Barnes done as ma- Celtic manager was bring Ayo Berkovic to the SPL. He, he played well for Celtic and got a couple of assists. He, was, um, he sort of found, um, found it hard to adjust to the Scottish game. But once... Um, John Barnes thankfully left and then Martin O'Neill came in it was quite um, interesting to see that he didn't figure in his plans he played a 3-5-2 formation which had a man behind the striker but he didn't play Berkovic and he was shipped out on loan to Blackburn but it's quite interesting to see that he hasn't used a flair player when he can use Ashley Young very very well and utilise his skills at Aston Villa but he just didn't seem to like Berkovic maybe his temperament off the field wasn't great mm. But he was a great player on the field as a magician nickname. Serves him well. And then Ayo Berkovic and that Ali um, Benabia were um, brilliant pe- playmakers for Man City back in the day when they were in the first division. First division, yeah. Yeah, and then they helped him get promoted because Kevin Keegan, the manager at the time, played two. He played a three-five-two formation with two playmakers, and they ended up assisting a lot of goals. No season again, and saw the for Sean Goater. feed goat. the goat, and he will score. Yeah, exactly. like and he got a lot of lot of great results. Got promoted to the EPL, and unfortunately, and they were playing well when they were in the Premier League, but they had to reduce their playmaker rate and only play one. But Alberkovic got a nod. He was he was voted the Player of the Season in two thousand two, two thousand three, and um, Kevin Keegan. Named him like described him as being world class player, which he was. 
But unfortunately, they ended up falling out <laughs> after shock, shock. Surprise. So Brian. So, um, gave Kevin Keegan a bit of a bashing in the media and said that he was, um, he was behaving like a big baby and he deserves to be sacked because he, everybody knows that he's the best player in training and that he should be playing every week. To be fair, that's not the first time Kevin Keegan's been labelled a big baby. He's renowned for spitting his dummy out of weird circumstances. Yeah, England, let's not qualify for the World Cup. Oh, let's quit straight away. We're <laughs> screwing our chances up against Germany. Yeah. Well, um, he sort of, yeah, he did act like a big baby because he was playing brilliant for him. Berkovic was their star man. Didn't play him for some reason. But um, Kevin Keegan responded back that he was bitter and that um, it didn't, his comments didn't bother him one bit and that everybody's going to be going for a sack in his career. So our Berkovic isn't going to be the only person. So, um, then came in Harry Redknapp, came for the swoop and got, got back his man. He loves the bargain old Harry, doesn't he? He, he does, yeah. He loves to swoop for the players. and Swoop. He, yeah, swoop in, get, um, get players that he knows and he ended up being a, ended up playing a pivotal role in getting Pompey promoted to mm. the English Premier League. In that season he played did, in... Did like, he play alongside uh, Robert Prozanecki? Robert Prozanecki, what Who a player he was. Croatian demolished Palace at Fratton Park. Fair enough, but yeah. Like 5-1 if you like. He pinged in a free kick, didn't he? Yeah. Tim Sherwood played... Tommy Black got sent off. Really? Yeah. He was on for like five minutes, got two yellow cards and straight off again. So he played amazing for Pompey, got them promoted, but then failed to hold down a regular starting place because he's a playmaker... You know, you need to play a defensive player with him and you need to play an attacking game really when you have Berkovic in your side. So I think um, they didn't want to ship in too many goals and they find it hard in the league. So our Berkovic was mainly in the fringes. So that so because of that he decided to depart and then he returned back to Israel when his old club Maccabi Haifa didn't want him. So um, they decided, he decided to join their rivals Maccabi Tel Aviv. So it was a bit of a controversial decision aisle but he was... Um, he was recognised as being um, a great Israeli player. He played, won over 80 caps for his country, scoring 14 goals. But he was left out of the qualifying by Av- a certain Avram Grant, mm. which is quite a shocking surprise. Maybe he fell out with Toad him as well. <laughs> and then, so where is he now? We posed the question. He was a manager of um, Maccabi Netanya for all of two months until he fell out with the chairman. And he signed a, lot, a whole host of players following his retirement from the game in 2006. And now he's at, he, he actually owns a youth club team. Any jobs going? Any <laughs> jobs? <laughs> oh, give me a call. Um, FC Nazir, an Israeli U15 team. And um, his brother, Nair Berkovic, who was on trial at um, Arsenal in 1998, he's actually the manager of the team. So I um, was the owner, and his brother's the... Um, the head coach, so it's quite a good formidable partnership. Hopefully, they're doing yeah. well. We might see him come back into the management uh, in Europe at some point. Well, we hope so. He's a fantastic player, but I think he's going to be one of them players that and one of the people that was a fantastic, fantastic player, but he's not going to be a manager because of his um, temperament. Temperament, yeah, he seems, oh, to, yeah. he seems I mean, maybe he should be signing for a team in you know, like Chernobyl in the Ukraine because. His career seems to be all about fallouts, doesn't it? <laughs> that was terrible. Oh my lord! Get your coat. Taxi. I think we should um, welcome Ile Berkovic into our Premier League Foreign Hall of Fame. There you go. Okay. Can we Round of applause, Welcome, welcome, Ile. Welcome, Ile. The magician. Window, window seat, Ile. <laughs> that was another bad joke by Mr. Daly, but okay. he. He's one of the most fantastic players to grace the Premier League and his appearances for Southampton, especially in his first season in West Ham, Man City, Portsmouth, he was a very vital part in their attacking play, assisting flair play. He didn't score many goals, but his assists were renowned. Is there any moments you want to share about Ayobokovic? I think you've got them all there. I remember, I remember how good he was for Man City, especially in that year they went up with him and Bonavia. They were pretty impressive. Them two really did. Basically. Although they did come sell us and actually lost 1-0. They did, didn't they? P- uh, Peter Francis did. Peter Francis, first game. Do you want to yes. the winner? Do you want to the winner? Oh, tell me. Kit Simons. Kit Simons. Good old Kit. Yeah. I should remember go. that game because I was really depressed. I was like, God, we just lost probably the hottest young manager in the country, Steve Bru
Anyway, uh, thank you much for that, Nick. Yeah, Looking forward to thank seeing you who you've got next week. Yeah, we want some Premier League legends, so if you want to email us in, then we can... Yeah, email suggestion. Um, Dave, have you got our email address? Yes, yeah, so you can email listen. us, guys, at foot, footypod at gmail.com. That's footypod at gmail.com. Cool, good stuff. Um, last part of the podcast, then, is going to be the accumulator. Each, oh. each week we'll... Uh, are, you, are you ready for the classic jingle? Go on, then. Put a quid on it. <laughs> He sounded like the wolves, the wolves dog. <laughs> put, put, put a quid on it. He sounds like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we'll have a few games. But he's each. not beating up his family. <laughs> oh, sorry, can we say that? You just did. We've got a couple of games each and we'll see how we get on. And then next week it's pod. We'll see if we uh, were correct. Uh, what, are, what are my games for the week? Well, I think we're going to have a little leader table. I think we get points, obviously, if we okay. get it right. And then we'll, we'll see who's we're just the getting best on, We're just going on the, uh, the winners or draw, aren't we? Yeah, a bit like the old TV show. Remember winners or draw, yeah. And draw on the paper. I do. Yeah, I love that one. Okay. So, James, um, your games, you have um, Bolton versus Tottenham. So, what do you think? Winners or draw? Um, guaranteed draw. Okay, what about Wolves Probably versus nil-nil. Portsmouth? I think anyone betting on Portsmouth at the moment. Well, I know obviously you mentioned it earlier, but I, I, I think, think I think uh, with Wolves' home form, that's got to be a home win. Oh, controversial! And this is a controversial as well about Tottenham that they're going to draw at Bolton. I think. They're... I just think Bolton are good at home, or they don't score many goals. Tottenham are better at home, so I just think I can see that one being being a draw. And then Everton versus Stoke. Uh, got to be a home win, surely. With Everton's current form, Louis I can see Louis Saha bagging a couple in pink. Yeah, hopefully yeah. in the pink. Yeah, and then um, Villa versus Man City. That's, that's a tough one. That is a tough one because Villa have got a good team, but Man City's current form would suggest they might win. Could make it seven and eight. I'm going to stick my neck out and say Man City win, even though it's away from home. Oh, it's controversial again. So uh, Dave, we have one of the most boring games: Burnley versus Birmingham. Oh my lord! Uh, this is going to be a cracking game. I'm sure I'm actually they will cover it last. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Burnley win just because they're pretty good at home and yeah, hundred percent at home. Yeah, they are. There you Kikuna go. Kikuna winning against Man United. So. Yeah. And Manchester United as we pick up next against Sunderland. That, yeah, that actually could be a bit of a tricky one because Sunderland have been looking pretty good, but you got to go with United at home. Steve game. Bruce taking his uh, yes. team back to Old Trafford. Mm-hmm. I wonder how he was done with his other teams because Wigan didn't they just get the monkey off their back with the thirty? Yeah, they so he didn't, didn't know also do against no. 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 So, oh, so it took him like thirty-five games just to get winners. <laughs> Finally, on. yeah, because the top four. So just thought I mention that stat. We've been waiting for it all week. <laughs> so um, West Ham versus Fulham. This is a tough one because I actually like both these teams. I, you know, they both play some good football. I think I got to say a draw. Although I wouldn't be, you know, what? I'm actually going to put my neck out. I'm going to say Fulham are going to nick it because they look oh, away awesome. from home. Away wins. West Ham are low on confidence right now. Or AW. AW. <laughs> AW, away win. What about your um, beloved Palace oh, versus Blackpool? Oh. We're home the Blackpool. We just because home to Wednesday. Yeah, we just yeah. doing Neil on, on Tuesday. Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say win just because we. we oh, win. Because the international Do I get to bet on Palace as well? We need a win. Before well, we you can do it next week, maybe. Okay, next week. I think we have to share it as you're okay. both Palace fans. You're both okay. greedy you sports and team. <laughs> I can't believe that the only two Palace fans in the whole world are with me right here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the Palace podcast that you're going to put all the website. Yeah, BBS, in. if any of you are listening, don't listen to them. We want you to continue to listen to us. We're going to, we're going to be chatting a bit more about Palace as our promotion push continues. And this is, um, this well, is, Dave's just this is not Australian football, just for any of them. Any of you tits that want to comment on it, it's um, footy is in a t- total splendid abbreviation of football. Because football oh. across the pond will sound boring. <laughs> <laughs> football. Footy. Okay, football. and what are your games, Nick? Um, I have um, Hull versus Wigan. I think um, Hull are down in free fall and hopefully Phil Brown's got his megaphone out so he can sing at the end of the game when they lose to Wigan. Um, Arsenal versus Blackburn. I think Blackburn's um, tactics of lump it up only worked against Villa. Don't know how it worked against Villa, but it won't work against Arsenal. I think Sam's teams, uh, Sam Allardyce's teams, always go to Arsenal and they really beat him up. But I think Arsenal are a bit better than that now. The Malians there, the Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So home win. Um, Chelsea versus Liverpool is <laughs> Big very game. interesting. Very interesting. Probably the best one of the weekend by far. I don't know. Palace Blackpool's been <laughs> <laughs> family Tasty. fun day down cellars, boys. Get down there. Kids for a quid. Kids for uh, a quid. I wouldn't pay a quid to go and watch this right now. <laughs> <laughs> You would if you're a Blackpool with Ian Holloway, he's a talented manager. Yeah. He's always got something good to say. But um, I think that's going to be a draw. Mm. I think that Chelsea and Liverpool are just going to cancel each other out. And um, 
Rangers versus Celtic. Oh, um, another really, big game. Yeah, very the old firm derby, classic the old classico, <laughs> as I'd love to call it. Um, or every in every old firm El classico. Oh, that wasn't Scottish. El classico. El classico. So so yeah, Jimmy. So I think um, it's going to be a Celtic win. Interesting, just because even though it's at Ibrox. Um, yeah, only because the Rangers of um, Mints is one of them. <laughs> Their fans said that they, they're playing this week. This and they did this. just get absolutely annihilated. Yeah, and they're drawing the, the other ASPL sides, and the ASPL's not great. It's, no, it's not. And that's and understatement. Paddy, yeah. And Paddy McCourt's going to score another goal. He just got a call up back to the um, Northern Ireland squad. He ends up dribbling past six players and oh net, netting a good goal. Who against? I think it was St. Mira. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care about the only other teams. It's just let's so ignore the I, think, I think we should. I'd take a Palace win against St. Mirren at the moment. To be honest, but I don't know. I, I, I think that um, you know, Rangers and Celtic should just quickly get to the Premiership as quick as they can. Oh, we'll save that for another pod. And then yeah. it will be all right. But I think Celtic. I think all the um, old firms I've watched recently are really boring. But I think this one's going to be going to be great. Hopefully, hopefully I can wake up at three o'clock in the morning and see it. Good luck. Glad <laughs> to see that. Um, okay, I think that that brings brings to the end. Uh, this first edition of Footy Across the Pond. Ta-da! So thanks, Nick, for joining us. Oh, thanks. It's been, it's been pleasant. I can't believe we're all together in one room. I know. <laughs> I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and make myself some Marmite and toast from oh. a famous British man called Brian King managed to bring me some oh. um, Marmite back this week. So oh, I'm going to have that before soccer coaching. Or I've got a few off to coaching. Uh, Dave, thanks for joining us. No way, it's an absolute pleasure. It was emotional. I think we should read out the email again just because we really oh, yeah. actually yeah, want to Yeah, we want an email. We're very lonely. The first person who sends an email will get a special prize. It, it's green. A green That's card. What I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but you have to pay a dollar for it. Um, okay. Green card. The email is footypod at gmail.com and we write really are serious if you send us an email we will send you a gift. Will we have a website up in, in a second? We may do if we feel we come big enough and if you add us on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> we, may, we may actually put a website can I just right. say that um, Dave updates his Facebook um, every 10 minutes I'm like Darren Bent on Twitter yeah. <laughs> so at 1cm enjoyed um, a luxurious meal and then um, managed to Facebook everybody and put his update on and say that, Nick, um, that Dave just had the best meal of his life only 10 minutes later after finishing so. well from Nick from Darren Bent and from me JD thanks for joining us we'll see you next time see you next time folks I've got a go boys actually now I'm going to be in that coaching that was quality coaching that was so much fun